to Sunday Morning, a weekly podcast presented by Church Without Walls of Greer. Jesus, we thank you and praise you and bless you. We lift up your holy name. Thank you for all you're doing and all you're going to do. I pray it helps today to... uh, to follow after you, to, to lift your name so that all people can be drawn to you. I praise you and bless you. Amen. The, uh, testing the audio stuff, so hopefully it'll be alright if anybody's listening. Today, with all of our wonderful fear factor media, you know, trying to scare everybody to death from COVID-19, um, <laughs> I wanted to uh, take a departure from where we have been and go back and look at a really, really old Bible verse, like from Exodus. <laughs> so it's really old. And it's uh, the from the Ten Commandments, and it's the... It's, it's actually the one about honoring your father and mother, but I think it applies to more than just that. You know, the actual verse in Exodus twenty twelve says, "Honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you." Fairly straightforward. You know, another point it does point out that this is the first commandment with promise. Visions, you know, Paul talks about honoring your father and mother, you know, obey your parents. Fathers, don't provoke your children to wrath. Um, which I think is the key part there. Patrick, stop showing on that. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Throw it outside. <laughs> Um, Father, don't provoke your children's wrath, but bring them up in the training and admission of your So, I would look up a couple of meanings of words. Honor is to regard with great respect, which I understand respect is earned, but there are some people who refuse to allow anybody to earn respect. <laughs> they, they, they're like, Respect is earned, and I am not going to give them any respect. Well, sometimes people don't know what it means to earn respect, and so you have to show them a little bit. It's kind of like when somebody's first learning how to get a, you know, do a job, and, you know, they don't know how to do it. So, yeah, they, they, they haven't earned any income. They haven't earned any respect for that job. But they need to, but if you show them how to do it, then they can do it. And then they earn it. So sometimes you got to help people that way. Um, on the other hand, the uh, provoke is to stimulate or give rise to a react, reaction or emotion, typically a strong or unwelcome one in someone. It's provoking someone. Hmm. And... In this day and age, unfortunately, we see very little of the honor and a lot of the provoking <laughs> you know, across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And and I'll be honest, there are people that can be provoked just because somebody doesn't say something. So you can't do anything about that. You're not provoking them. They're provoking themselves. That's a whole other story. <laughs> not a whole lot we can do about that. But when people... But there are people who intentionally uh, give rise to a reaction or emotion that's typically strong or unwelcome that intentionally provoke other people. <laughs> now, specifically in that one Bible verse said, fathers, parents, don't provoke your children. And it says, children, honor your parents. So that's the, the root. That's the the place where it can start. If in our families we can ourselves honor our parents and not provoke our children and teach our children by that example to honor their parents and not provoke their children, that will spread out to other people. Because we'll say, oh, this is somebody else's parent. I'm not going to provoke them. This is somebody else's or somebody else's child. I'm not going to provoke them. This is somebody else's parent. I'll honor them for that. I will treat them, you know, with respect. It doesn't say that you agree with them. It doesn't say that you even like them, but you respect them. You know, there's people that you can respect without liking. They're they're not. They're associated, but they're not equal. They're not tied to each other. And that's something that we really have to consider in life in a lot of ways. Um, I found a neat article. It had a list of 19 ways that you can honor others and yourself. And I'm just going to read them because they're pretty good. You know, it's basically communication. You know, pay a compliment. That's just showing somebody, hey, you know, and paying a compliment is free, even though it says pay. It doesn't hurt you to compliment somebody else. It doesn't cost you anything, except for you know that half breath or you know move of a couple fingers. <laughs> Treat others with respect. Be understanding. Be patient. Ask questions. Challenge assumptions. You can honor people and still challenge assumptions. But it's how you challenge them, I think, that, that is where the, it's honorable. Because if you're, I mean, because to be real honest, if you are, if you're honoring someone and you see that they're assuming one thing and you don't challenge it, you're not really honoring them because you're just placating them. But challenging them doesn't have to be an argument. It can be a, the hey, this is what, you know, our, it seems like you're assuming this, and I, I know for, you know, I know this and this and this, that that's not, where that's not the case. Could, could that also be challenging assumptions against somebody? So, you know, you, you, you hear something about somebody, an assumption about somebody, and you don't really fully believe it until you actually meet that person, and you know, see it for yourself, pretty much. You know, just like, well, I mean, that's like not fall listen, into the gossip. That's not listen to gossip. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, 
Mm-hmm. Gossip is full of assumptions. True. I mean, that's honoring that other person by by not assuming things about them. That's challenging assumptions with yourself. I think what, what you're talking about is more avoiding ad hominem attacks. Yeah. Attack the idea, not the person. Yeah. And sometimes separate the two. And and even then, sometimes. Yeah. You have to be very careful, though. It's it's like the the people that say, "Well, I love the sinner, but I hate the sin." Anytime you let hate in, in any way, shape, or form, that's not a good thing. So love the sinner and let God deal with the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it. Challenging assumptions isn't trying to change somebody else's assumption. It's just saying, "Hey, I just wanted you to know I've this and this and this is also the case." And if they don't feel because humans are a lot like you ever seen a box turtle? If you challenge a box turtle's assumptions, what does it do? <laughs> it closes up and ain't nothing getting in. Ain't changing its mind. It's just waiting until it feels no movement and no pressure, and then it's going to go its way. On the other hand, if you challenge its assumptions by putting an earthworm in front of it, it'll mount down. <laughs> so sometimes challenging assumptions isn't trying to convince the other person because. Humans are a lot like box turtles in that regard. Mm-hmm. If we feel like we're being challenged, we just... Some people meld into puddles. You know, some people are like those wilting plants that if you just touch them and you challenge your assumptions, they're just like, hmm, they look like they're dead. Which is probably a, defense te- a defensive technique because, mm-hmm. you know, nobody wants to eat something that looks dead. <laughs> So, I mean, just think about Um, Overlook mistakes. Forgive. You know, these are all things that are good. And And these apply to ourselves as well as to other people. Because sometimes we'll make a mistake and we're the ones that beat ourselves up worse about that mistake than anybody else. Sometimes you just have to say, Doofus, it was a mistake. Get over it. Forgive yourself. Try not to do it again. Try to do better. Um, show compassion. Celebrate accomplishments. Cheer someone on. And, you know, listen. Encourage. Learn from others. Help others. Find common ground. Probably sometimes the easiest way to challenge assumptions isn't to challenge them head on, but to look where you agree and it's kind of like if you have a pair of oxen and you know a young one and one who knows what they're doing so and anybody can be either one of those in any given situation depending on who knows what they're doing you know (laughs) but somebody who and one that knows the facts and one that's green to the the yoke 
Well, usually the one that knows the facts is a little bit bigger, a little bit stronger, and is just going to say, uh, this is how we're going. And they just kind of find common ground, and they make common ground. And then slowly the other one goes, oh, it's a whole lot easier if I just do it this way. <laughs> you know. Um, so sometimes you have to kind of help find the help make the common ground. Appreciate differences. Sometimes there's just going to be things that you don't agree on. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, you don't... I mean, in this day and age where people are, you know, the media is, is fear-mongering. I don't know a better word for it. I mean... I, I've not, I don't watch a whole lot of news, but the, the news stories I've seen about COVID-19 have all been sensational, terrifying, fear-mongering, and it's like, okay, it's scary, but, but it's not really that scary. <laughs> you know, if you, if you look at the actual numbers, it's not, anyway, that's beside the point. That's not, not where I'm trying to go. But, in this day and age, you know, sometimes you, you don't want people to be afraid. But if we try to force them to see things from a different perspective, sometimes we're going to cause more fear or angst or anxiety. That's right. I mean, I, I think that's the right word. Then, then alleviating their their fear. So you know, it says appreciate the differences, but I think that sometimes what we can do is we can, in some situations, and not at all. And it's, it's obviously it varies from person to person and situation to situation. Sometimes we can. Um, Comfort, we can offer comfort and support while slowly trying to ease them into a different mindset than the fear. Um, but if we're not careful, we'll, you know, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's anytime you're working between two people, you got two people working on something or, you know, against something or in opposition, or, you know. Whether it's, you know, a father and a son, or, you know, a husband and a wife, or, you know, best friends, or, you know, brother and brother, or brother and sister. You know, it's easy to butt heads. And, but, and, and sometimes, you know, they feel, and you don't want to manipulate. It's, the point isn't to manipulate the other person. The point is to say, hey... Let me help you not be so stressed out. Let me help you not be afraid of this situation, whatever that situation is. Let me let me offer you assistance. Oh, you want to offer me aid and comfort? Okay, I'll accept that. Sometimes you have to accept it. Sometimes you, we we and the most comfort we can offer someone else is to accept what they're trying to offer us. It may not be what we like. It may not be what we want. Mm -hmm. You know, probably the best question to ask is, "How can I help?" Yeah, 
That's true. How can I help? I mean, you know, you go to somebody in a third world country and they offer you their best for meal and it's, you know, rice with grilled crickets in it, which would probably be pretty good. But <laughs> it may not be what you really, you're like, oh, oh, about eating crickets. Mm. Oh, yum. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, you can learn from it. Um, accept help. Be open. Open your heart. Open your eyes. Open your mind. Now, that's about honoring others and yourself, but it's also about helping other people. Because if we, if we're not careful in this day and age, so often, it's so easy because everybody has their own little track that they will, they go in. I mean, there's a few people who are completely without clue and without track and they're just all over the place. I don't know what to do about them. <laughs> Those people you just have to kind of catch as you can and, whoa, <laughs> don't go off that cliff. Yeah. But, but most people have their own set of ruts that they live in. Now, they might not be deep ruts, but they're pretty regular. You know, this is what I do on a regular basis. Um, you know, we had, when I was little, we had a, a pasture and, and horses in it. And inside the fence of the front pasture was a dirt trail because the horses just liked to walk around the fence. It wasn't that they didn't have room. They had a big, huge field out back that they could run all they wanted to, but they liked to walk around the fence so they could just see what was happening, I guess. I don't know. Habit, maybe. It may just be that that's just what they do. That they were just, you know, it had a trail all around the inside of the fence because, you know, maybe because they'd come up to the fence and they'd get treats occasionally or they could see what was going on. I don't know, but it was there nonetheless. And in most cases, most pastures, that's the case. Maybe it's just because that's a fence and they can't get past it. So, hey, I'm going to inspect every last centimeter of this every single day to see if there's an opening that I can get out, <laughs> which also was the case of publication. So, <laughs> um, but we're like that. You know, we, we will get stuck in those ruts. And if something's all of a sudden blocking one of those ruts, it can be even traumatizing you know, to our psyches. Maybe not physically, but emotionally it can be like, ah, very jarring. Or if something huge changes. You know, if you move from one house to another and you have dogs, that is traumatic for those dogs, and it takes them a while to get into this swing of realizing, oh, this is home now. I need to, you know, oh, I'm not supposed to pee in here. <laughs> Whatever, you know, it's a it's a traumatic thing. I'm not calling people dogs, but we're like that. You know, when things change, it impacts us sometimes harder than we realize. And, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. 
but other people who aren't in that impact, need, we need to be able to try to help people there, but not by, you know, shoving their faces in it, but by saying, no, it's all right. Here. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a balancing game. It's not a game, but it's a, you know, it's, it's a balancing act. It's very, um, you can go one way or the other too far if you're not careful. <laughs> and, and it's hard to do that. But, you know, the goal in every relationship, in every situation, whether it's a relationship with somebody that you know and love or someone that you've just met, is if, we, if we're truly trying to honor others and trying to respect others and show love, of, you know, lift the name of Jesus, it's to provide a modicum of peace. Now, Jesus said, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives. I can take my peace that passes understanding that's not because of things that are resolved, but just because I have peace, and share that with somebody. And even if they don't understand it, it's a, it's a, it's a thing. It may not be a physical thing, but it's, it is a thing. Peace is something that you can share. And Jesus said, my peace I give to you. The world says, oh, everything's resolved so you can have peace now. Oh, wait, something else just blew up. No more peace. But we can say, no, I give you peace because it doesn't matter in the world, in the middle of everything being unresolved and in turmoil, I still have peace. It's kind of like when Jesus was on the boat sleeping in the middle of the big storm and the, and the disciples were all freaking out, going, ah, what are we going to do? We're going to die. And Jesus like taking a nap in the front of the ship and they're like, Master, save us, save us. He's like, oh, you unbelievers. And he just turned around and said, peace be still. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the, the lake went glassy smooth, the birds came out, the sun came out, the bird, you know, it was like, Psh. And they're like, what was really funny in that story was they were like freaked out. It's like, who is it that we're with? Like, what do you mean, who is it that you're with? <laughs> Hadn't you seen all these other miracles? Okay. Um, and, and sometimes that's, you know, the way to, to give peace to other people. Jesus was an example there. You know? Yeah, he did tell them. He, he called them out on their unbelief. And to be real honest, any of them could have done the same thing. Jesus said so. You guys can do greater things I have if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed. Mm-hmm. And that's not, I, I, I really, you know, I've debated back and forth. I don't think that that's, that you have to have the same amount of faith that a grain of mustard seed has, which is a lot, because a grain of mustard seed is like the, is a piece of pepper and it grows like 14 foot tall. If <laughs> you have that, that kind of mustard that they have in the Middle East. Um, but more like, if you have as much faith as a grain of mustard seed, which is like the piece of black pepper, if you have that much faith, you can say to this mountain, he moved into the sea. 
Most of us don't have that much faith. But, at any rate, just to consider that. So, consider, you know, honoring, you know, your fathers, your mothers, obviously, and not provoking your children, obviously, but honor others and yourself, and don't provoke others or yourself. I've seen people that provoke themselves because they get in too peaceful of a situation. They have to beat themselves into a frenzy because something has to be wrong somewhere. Don't do that. That's not healthy. That's the recipe for, you know, disaster. Um, so, anyway. Any thoughts? Jesus, we thank you and praise you and bless you. I, I pray that you'll help us get to whoever needs to hear it for whatever the purpose is, Lord. I thank you and praise you and bless you. Amen. Thank you for listening to Sunday Morning podcast from Church Without Walls of Greer, South Carolina. If you have any questions or you need more information, please feel free to reach out to jonathan.wagner at intheupstate.net. If you'd like to subscribe, please do so on whatever channel you found this podcast. And reach out to me or anyone if you have questions about Christianity.